FM 1071. If there's one thing I know about you, what? You love Jesus. I love Jesus. Where I have my new stocking cap says I love Jesus. And uh, I'm right there with you. I, I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I love ceviche so much, as much as I used to. Um, are you okay? I think I may have poisoned myself with the ceviche, but I'm not sure. Um, you're not feeling all that one double O, are you? <laughs> On a scale of zero to one double O, where about are you? I'm about a three right now. Uh oh. I didn't poison myself with my homemade ceviche. Now, yeah. here's stay, my question. Stay in there. Oh, well, yeah, no, and this is it's, this, it's nothing like that. That's I what got, I told him. I, I said, you COVID. need to go that's, home because no, I don't yeah. want it either. I ain't got the COVID. I, I really think it's either just my screwed up colon, which is, you know, always going to be screwed I up. I they fixed or, that. Well, yeah, but they, uh, you know, it's 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 been rearranged a few times, you know, a couple of off ramps added. Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Hey, <laughs> talking about Sean's colon, taking your calls. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Might be the ceviche though. I don't know. Okay. This is just me, but if I have to choose between COVID and you know your bodily emissions, I'll take the damn COVID. <laughs> <That's right>. See <laughs> how you Thank are. You Let me have much. some COVID. Yeah. Uh, this I'll take a short stack of COVID, please. <laughs> short stack of COVID. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the oxygen. Yeah. Just stay away from Sean's colon. Oh, yeah, well, that that is always a good oh. plan. Well, it's a semicolon at this point. Well, so, of course you know. it is. So, so I'm sorry to hear you're feeling bad. Um, you may go and no. go home if you need to. I'll be all right. As long as we have somebody to fill in from 9 to 11 because I've got an appointment at 9 o'clock. <laughs> no, I'll be all right. Don, I'll be all right. you're hey, filling in at 9, baby. I got a bucket, you know so what it's that okay. Means. Don and Jimmy in the morning. Da, oh, da, da. Oh, Jimmy Don. Here we go. Yeah, Jimmy right. Don. You know, those licenses uh, are kind of important. So yeah. You know, we don't want to lose Right. <laughs> Hey, it is Gunslinger Friday. Yes. And been giving away the, the tickets all morning. Yes. And we're going to continue on our show yes. to give some more tickets away to see the Gunslinger's Tomata Night Tomata. Yeah, to- I'm going to give away some of my show, too. Oh, you the, are? Yeah, because folks always want to, they call oh. me up during the show. They get some more Gunslinger tickets. I'm like, Beautiful. yeah, I'll give some away. Beautiful. Sure. So, so we're going to do that today just to make sure you got a chance to see the West Texas Warbirds get clobbered, killed, and decimated tomorrow night, which is going to happen, by the way. i got to make it out there. My wife really wants to see it. Oh, uh, dude, it's and we great. just every weekend something comes up, but. Well, uh, hopefully this weekend or next weekend. I got a posse. I'm going with them all night. A posse. A posse. And Na- Nancy's going. And a little baby girl's going to go, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's going to go out there. And we're going to have we're gonna have fun time next week. So uh, tomorrow night is the night. Stand by. Your tickets, your chance to win is coming up here with Warren Ryan at KTSA. Now, something I've been talking about this morning, other than Joe Biden attempting to grab Eva Longoria's oh, what boobs. Oh, skis, man. Uh, He's such a skis. Look, I, l- let me just lay this out for everybody. If you weren't listening earlier this morning, there's a video and I've showed it around the building here, of Joe Biden uh, and Eva Longoria, who <laughs> says she's moving back to San Antonio, by cool. the way. And cool. uh, as Jimmy said, she won't be moving back into her and Tony Parker's house, that's for sure. I think not. Yeah. But she's looking for a desperate housewife neighborhood somewhere. <laughs> anyway, so she she was really a big Joe Biden supporter, still is. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, she appears with Joe Biden somewhere and you know, some sort of speech, and she introduces him or whatever. And he turns and gives her a hug. Mm. And while they – now, this is Joe. This is how he does it, man. While they're pulling away from each other, he's got his hands on her sides, on her rib cage, On her sides, man. On the rib cage, And then up they come to the boobs. Right up to the uh, boobs. Okay, Aqualung. And he – right. Ugh. He's going to cop a feel. Oh, God. He's, and he's just about there. He's on the sides of the boobs. Yes. And he's just about got his hands cupping them. Ah. This is on the stage. I know. This is a little graphic. This but is so the what? president this of the United States of well, America. He's, no, he's the occupant of the White House. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's a, a difference. to that, yeah. yeah. So his hands are coming up to cup her boobs, 
and she reaches down with her hands yeah. and grabs his hands and Ugh. pushes him away before he can cop a right on field. And then he cr- cracks a joke about knowing her when she was 17 yeah. and he was 40, and right. it's just it was really creepy and weird. Well, don't you expect that? Yeah, you know, and it's sad because it, it, at least to the eyes of the world, he is the president of the United States, right. and he's 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 a skis, man. But he does this all he's the time. He's an old perv. You know? Yeah. He will grab uh, little girls uh. and little boys and sn- sniff their hair, which is completely inappropriate when you're an 80. Completely inappropriate for anybody. But when yes. you're an 80-year-old, you know, old dude, come here. I'm sur- I'm still surprised he survived that day in the diner with that biker chick, yeah, man. man. That, you know, <laughs> well, dude. He, he probably wouldn't have had no Secret Service guys dropping right. around, you know. Bikers don't appreciate There's two things you don't touch. Uh, yeah. Bikers. Oh, yeah. Number one's the bike. Yeah. Number two's the woman. In that order. In that order. <laughs> so, anyway, it was really disgusting, and he's disgusting. And this is who you got as the guy in the Oval Office. And I don't want to hear anything about grabbing him by the you-know-what. There is right. no evidence whatsoever that Donald Trump ever, ever actually tried to grab somebody's boobs on television. Okay, Do- Donald Trump, actually, and people have come forward. Women have come forward who have wor- worked for him in all manner of positions like uh, management to the person who cleans the tables at the restaurant. And to a person, they, when they, all these allegations were coming out, they said, no, I've always been treated very well by uh, by Donald Trump with a lot of respect. I've never been treated with anything less than that. So Because, you know what, if you're pervy, you're going to have a, a, a record of doing it. You're, you're going to have a trail behind you where you're doing skeezy stuff. You just don't start doing it one day for no reason. Well, as we've always said, you and I both have said, Apple doesn't fall far. So no, you look at Hunter he, and you see Joe. Right. right? Apple doesn't fall far. You look at Hunter, you see Joe. They're really icky people. They and just it, are. They really are. Yeah. And, and here's what's interesting. Uh, Tara Reid, who has accused him of rape, Yeah. Uh, she has had to flee the country. Now, she's yeah. been living in the United States all these years, right? Right. But we come down to an election year, one of the most important elections, if, they're, if the sure. Democrats are going to hang on to power. Yeah. And she was threatened by somebody along the way, so much so that she had to leave the United States of America for protection. So, Yeah. Uh, it, the, the the picture of these Biden folks is perfectly clear, and which leads me to the next story. And that is the whole $5 million, $10 yeah. million dollars yeah. from Burisma to make that problem go away, right? right? Right, Which he admitted to doing. He admitted to, in my view, extorting Ukraine to make that problem <laughs> go away. On camera. What a moron. We, we have yeah. the audio of him doing so one more time. In 2018, here right. he is bragging about it. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. He's bragging. And they put in place. Yeah, and so he's bragging about bragging doing about it, right? It. And what we didn't know, when I played that in 2018 and talked about it here on the show, what we didn't know is that uh, he was getting $10 million allegedly to do that, to make that problem go away. Now we do know that he allegedly received $10 million to make that go away. James Comer said yesterday, we're, we're on the trail of about $30 million that's been sent to the Biden family, and that includes the granddaughter, who has no power to do anything. <laughs> right, right. So, so anyway, the, the, here's the breaking news on that story. The confidential human source told the guy at Ukraine, at the Burisma, stay away from those Bidens. They're bad guys. The guy says to the confidential human source, I can't. They're the ones who came to me, ah, yes, and they threatened me like a mafia don that hey, 
unless you give us the $10 million, this problem is not going to go away. Now, Sean, you've done a lot of mafia mob study in your time. Yes. You talk about it all the time. Yes. You know how the mafia operates. You know how they how they work. Yeah. Uh, you know the, the extortion efforts and all that kind of stuff that the mafia does. What does this sound like to you? Uh, it's, it's a classic setup. You know, it's a classic setup. You, you go to them and say, hey, you're having some difficulties. Uh, you know, a lot of mob guys have connections with politics and judges and things like that. So I say, hey, you, you know what, you're, you're about to get busted or you're about to be investigated by the FBI. I can make it go away, but you got to give me $10 million. I mean, that's, it's a classic setup. You know, and it really does kind of shift the paradigm if we accept the, 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 the idea that he went to them. Which means he went to them with all this in mind, or they, or whoever they are, Biden, the Biden clan, or what have you. Uh, he should not be in office one more second. Should be in jail. He should be in jail. Uh, you know, and, and, and the arrogance of bragging about it. Now, n- knowing what we know now, and looking at that video and listening to that video from 2018, knowing now that, well, he went to them, allegedly, and they paid him and his skeezy son $10 bucks to make this go away, it takes on a whole new reality. I think so. You know, I mean, he is a criminal. He should not be in office. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, you know, uh, either give me this, I'm going to break your legs kind of thing, right? Well, yeah. And, and, and know, I haven't well, done a study into the mafia like you no, have. You know, it, I, I, you know, I followed Gotti for a while and all those kind of things. We don't have it down here like you guys had it on the East no, Coast, I mean, right? But you, you, it's a guy opens up a pizza joint on the corner, and a guy, a guy, a couple of guys show up. Hey, be a real shame if this thing burned down. Yeah. Uh, makes to make sure it doesn't burn down. Uh, you've got to give us this amount, this amount of money every week, right? You know, and that's the whole setup. Now, I, I don't, I, I don't know to what extent the Biden clan are actually able to muscle people, but in that one instance with. This uh, this money uh, from the Obama administration, from you and I, you know, they certainly used it to enrich themselves. They affected policy to make money by threatening a company in another country. Let and me ask you a question. That country, he should not be in office. Well, yeah, and we should be in prison. Yes. Let me let me ask you a question then. If 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 this is all true, can you see a scenario then where he went to Barack and said to Barack, "Hey, we know Ukraine needs a billion dollars." Right. And Barack says, "Well, you know." Give them the billion dollars. Certainly, we need to support them. We need to take care of them and all that kind of stuff. And can you see a scenario scenario where it all originated with Joe as a plan for him to extort the money out of them? In other words, it wasn't that the money fell into his lap, right? Because the, the head of Burisma allegedly now... You know, told the confidential human source, I tried to get away from them, mm. but they came to me and threatened me that if I didn't give them the money, this investigation was going to bring down Barisma. That's wow. a whole new ball game. And and it's the other extortion. Things, There's nothing else to call it but extortion. And I want you to comment on this because um, it, my belief is if he did it there. If you really believe that he stopped, and that's the only time he ever did it, I got some oceanfront property right here on South Preston Street. I want to sell <laughs> no. you, yeah, right. Because that's that's a pattern. This wasn't right? a one-off. Yes, man. that's what I'm saying. This right? was not a one-off. This is something he's been doing obviously for a, for a while. If if he was able to put together a, a pl- what we now know or we believe to know a plan, a plan to to make money by withholding or threatening to w- withhold aid and to uh, allow this investigation to go on. There, there was no other word for it but extortion. It makes, it makes anything Nixon did look like a Tupperware party. 
I mean, this is affecting policy. This is using American policy and American taxpayer dollars to enrich yourself, to muscle basically another government and uh, and get paid off. And so now we have an American media, speaking of getting paid off, an American media who's paid off for these people, who are in the can for these people, right? And they won't even talk about this. No, they won't. They have yet to bring it up, Sean. Not even one of them has brought this up. All they'll focus on is Donald Trump and the papers that were found at his house. They won't talk about the papers, by the way, at Joe Biden's garage, Penn right. Biden's. They haven't even talked about that. There's no FBI investigation into that. There's no FBI investigation into this, uh, this, this bribery scandal thing. And there's no media coverage of it. Well, you know what's really weird about that? What's really strange about that is all these journalists, that make up the press corps in America, okay? Uh, I'm loathe to call them journalists. They're not. But, my God, these people are sitting on the biggest story, possibly one of the biggest stories in American history. A a, a president using his, or vice president using his position to make money and to threaten people. It's, It's, again, it makes Watergate look like romper room. And they're not doing anything about it. No. There was a time where a single journalist, if they smelled something like this, right. they'd be all over well, it. Well, that's what I've been saying. And Woodward and Birdstein, you oh know, my God. They, they would have lived for a moment like this. Yes. You know, all the president's men and all that and, thing and deep throat and everybody. They they would have been all over this, man. And they're carrying the water yes. for these people. That's it's right. so Throwing bizarre. shade over here on Trump on yeah. all these charges. And again, and this is obligatory at this point. I realize this is obligatory at this point, but I'm just going to say it anyway. If the name were Donald Trump and Donald Trump had pressured somebody for $10 million, and remember, they impeached Donald Trump for calling Zelensky in Ukraine and saying, hey, we got some info that this happened. Can you check into it? And he was right. Yes, he was right. Donald Trump was right. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the president of the United States who had been uh, made cognizant of a crime uh, involving another country that we're an ally, supposedly an ally to, and that we give lots of money to every year. Okay, to to inquire about that is not in how is that in any way, shape, or form an impeachable offense? It's, it's not. not. It's no. a good patriotic move. That's hey, exactly right. I got corruption in my government. I need to get rid of it. I need to find out if your situation is affecting my situation. Right, right. That's all I did. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. Noble Gold at noblegoldinvestments.com. They're going to show you how to invest in gold so that you can balance out your portfolio and have that safe haven of gold. Gold and silver, precious metals has always been a wonderful safe haven for people, and uh, it, it does a lot to help protect your investment portfolio. And maybe you got a great one. Maybe you got a 401K and you got some stocks, mutual funds, whatever. Maybe you got some bonds and stuff like that, you know, maybe a CD or two, whatever. Uh, but uh, people now for 5,000 years have been using precious metals as a hedge against the tough times or the really w- weird and crazy times that can throw your portfolio into a place where you just can't get out from underneath it. And, and when it comes to gold, you can actually have it in your hands, and that way you can buy something if you need to. I want you to find out more about NobleGoldInvestments.com. That's NobleGoldInvestments.com. Use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E. They've got all kinds of discounts for you on your gold if you use my name, and they'll send you a free no-obligation investor's guide to understand how to invest in gold as well noblegoldinvestments.com promo code where w-a-r-e gunslinger friday caller number five caller number five right now 210-599-5555 you and a family four pack to tomorrow night's gunslinger game caller number five right now gonna be a hot weekend 102 to 106 all weekend it's 80 right now at ktsa good morning we do have a couple of stars 
Temptations. Did I mention it's Funky Friday? I picked up on it. Okay, good. <laughs> we got a, I can't get next to you. Yeah. Wow, man. All right, Elaine, who was the winner? Who was Regina Lopez. Regina. Regina. At least you said it right. Do it again. Regina Lopez. Regina Lopez. All right. Regina Lopez. She's going to the like gunslingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did good. You sound good on the radio. I sound like Tony Montana from <laughs> Scarface. No, you don't sound like that at all. It sounds like that, though. Listen, Mang. You uh, sound, yeah, that's my imitation of my wife right there. That's right. <laughs> you sound like little Latin Loopy Lou, and that's good. Uh, all right, so, Regina, congratulations. We'll see you at the game tomorrow night. I cannot wait to get there for the Gunslingers. 725, where in Rama? Well, Greece is 45 years of age this year. It was filmed in 1977, released in 1978. I've seen it a number of times, and I'd like to answer just one question that's been plaguing people sure. since this movie was released. Okay. It's a little gay. <laughs> well, the they've tried to cancel it for being a little too gay. It's well, gay, also, gay, but it's, it's a gay, gay little musical, A little man. chauvinistic because of the, some of the songs and yeah, lines well, it's, it's in the movie. I'm not a fan. It's also depressing as hell. Stockard Channing, Why man. Why is it depressing? Stockard Channing is depressing, man. Why? Because she's like in high school and she gets passed around. She gets pregnant. It's depressing. Well, it's actually kind of a depressing little story. You, you didn't have one of those in your high school? Oh, I had many. But, okay, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know I any thought of it them. was pretty true. I mean, you know, and I, I, look, I told you before we went on that if it's a Saturday afternoon, I'm kind of dozing right. on the couch and it comes up, I'll watch it because it's just something that's kind of like mindless. I'm not looking for, you know me, I'm not looking for some big message in movies. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I just, just say, I can't watch it. It's just, it's just too, too, you know. Well, how about Olivia Newton-John in leather pants? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of music. Well, that, now, if, if she could have been that the whole movie, I would have liked it. Because when she struts out there in them leather pants. Not bad. She looks real good, eh? She did. I uh-huh. liked that. Sm- you know, puffing a cigarette. Puffing a cigarette. My kind face. of girl. Yeah, you know, right. but, uh, The rest of it, nah. Eh. Well, My wife, you know what's interesting about huh. Greece is that the sequel, Grease 2, is horrible. which is ar- arguably one of the worst movies ever committed to celluloid. Hor- horrible. But you know there is a cult following oh, yeah. of Grease. My wife knows every line and every yeah. song from Grease well, 2. It's kind of like... Equally as gay as the first one. It's kind of like when they did the sequel to uh, Saturday Night Fever, Stand Alive. Oh, oh God, my God. So gay. All right, quick break. More Wear and Rhyme coming up. Uvalco in Uvalde and Castroville and Bernie Uvalco has the Mahindra Roxor. Head on out this weekend. You're going to love test driving the Mahindra Roxor. It's tough. Remember the old Jeeps from the wartime? Those green Jeeps from the wartime? Okay. It's patterned after that. You don't have to have green, by the way. If you want that, that's cool. But if you want another color, you bet. Uh, these things are tough. Uh, when I test drove it a few weeks ago, I really tried to mess it up. <laughs> well, I mean, I told Dan, uh, the, Dan Eason, the owner of Valco, I'm going to mess this thing up. He said, no, you're not. And I said, I'm going to try. And he said, you can try, but you're not going to. And he was right. I tried, but I couldn't. I took it up on a big rock pile, and I was driving around on top of the rock pile. I thought we were going to flip over at one point. It's got row bars in it, so don't worry. And then, you know, come down the rock pile and into a ravine. I'm running around up and down the banks of the river and, all, and nothing, man. It wouldn't give up on me at all. And the power of that Mahindra turbo diesel will get you out of any trouble and will tow anything and pull anything. So if you want it for the ranch or, you know, maybe you've got a piece of property that you need a UTV for side-by-side, looks like the Jeep, just go test drive it at Uvalco. Ask to drive the Roxor at Uvalco. Mention Trey Ware when you buy yours, and you get $300 to trick it out any way you want to. Put anything on it that you want. 
It's at Uvalco in Uvalde, Castroville, and Bernie. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering home? Yeah. A lot fun. Yeah, man. In the summertime. Slide a family stone. Yeah, sing it. You can sing along. Sorry, go ahead. There you go. You sounded good. Yeah. So, Tucker did another phenomenal job last night. Oh, good. <laughs> you and my wife are following. I mean, he's getting a lot of hits too, isn't he, on these things. Just oh, hundreds, like third hundreds one of or millions. Something like that. Hundreds of millions. So, what, what did he? Uh, what was he going off on yesterday? Well, last night was about uh, dictators, right? And how in America we would never ever have a dictator, you know, because <laughs> like um, dictators like Kim Il Sung, you know, he's got he had this huge baseball softball sized tumor on the back right. of his neck in North Korea and the media would never ever talk about his health problems you know and so if they if the media didn't talk about his health problems they just didn't exist you right. see right and that's the way it was with Kim Il-sung and so we don't have a dictator in the United States because dictators in the United States, we, we have a press that would follow them and ask them about their health problems and their mental no. problems. So it's over, right? No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing was he was picking up on the Chiron that was on Fox News the other night that said, wannabe dictator speaks while locking up his opponent. Mm. And it showed Joe Biden speaking. And the, the guy from Fox News got fired for putting right. that Chiron up there. And he said, we don't have dictators here. Dictators enrich themselves and their family <laughs> off of the public uh, largesse. And he said, we don't have that in the United States. We don't allow people in the United States to enrich themselves off of the public. I mean, he did such a great right. job with his sarcasm. Right, right. Did such a great <clears throat> job of proving how Joe Biden is a dictator. I mean, how oh, he yeah. is operating as a dictator right now. Well, certainly, that's kind of an interesting point to bring up because people don't talk about that a lot. I mean, you go back to World War II, and remember when uh, the assassination attempt of Hitler failed? They they blew up this bomb, <laughs> this briefcase bomb in the uh -huh. conference room, and uh, he survived, but he was never physically the same again, uh -uh. and it truly aged him. And uh, Goebbels and all those guys made sure that people did not know about it, that's did right. not know that, that he, had, he had shaking hands, he had palsy. He had a lot of stuff, and they kept it under wraps. He was deaf in one ear because deaf of the, one, the great uh, leader can't be anything physically wrong with him. So, I mean, that was he was showing. He just break down how what the Chiron said about right. wannabe dictator was true. This guy's a wannabe dictator. Well, you, he was just brilliant. You pointed it out earlier. You know, he wants to tell you what kind of stoves to use, what kind of food to eat, what kind of car to drive. Uh, there is a constant Orwellian re-editing of history as we go. Uh, you see that every single stinking day in this country, man. Well, thank you for that, because you just opened the door to the next story. Excellent. You did good. I didn't even know I was doing that. See, we, <laughs> we do not plan this. There, no, we don't. there are no pre-show <laughs> meetings. There are no post-show. Well, our post-show meeting is in the bathroom. Yes, we okay. seem to end As, up there at the same time I'm every day. I'm walking out at man. 9, and, and <laughs> well, before I get on I-35, I learned to do right. that. you got to take care of business. and uh, yeah. Because I could be on I-35 for a week. Right. So anyway. It's our nature calls meeting. We yeah, do well, I drink a lot of coffee while I'm on the air, and i got to get rid of it. So anyway, uh, so anyway, back, back, back to the media yes. and the Orwellian media in America. Right. So you know the Bud Light story. Bud Light got with a tranny, and Bud Light doesn't exist. Nobody wants Bud Light anymore. Go anywhere you want to right now. You can buy all the Bud Light you can. 
because nobody else is. There's you know tons and tons of Bud Light available. Uh, so CNN, in their Orwellian way, goes on last night. Let's do an investigation into the sales over at Bud Light. Well, Bud Light is down about twenty-seven uh, percent. Why do you think that is, Dorothy? Well, here's what's going on in America today. We have changing tastes in America. No, <laughs> no, you don't. So, so here's the thing: people are not buying the light lager beers like they used oh. to anymore. They're now focused on the more interesting European and uh. Mexican beers like Modelo. Modelo just replaced Bud Light as the lead, but it has nothing to do with anything culturally. What this is is we're just having a shift in the taste of people in America today. Yeah. Bull crap. <laughs> George Orwell would be proud. <laughs> Remember in 1984, early on in the book, where you know Winston, the guy at the center of the story, his whole job is rewriting headlines, basically, on, in newspapers. Yes. And uh, he, he's looking at a newspaper that says, uh, we're about to embark upon a chocolate shortage. And he just says, okay, the headline should read, uh, chocolate supplies are way up at record highs, and there'll be more chocolate. You have a more a bigger chocolate portion coming your way, you know, and that's what they do. It's to, to absurd levels. Saying that this is really just about changing tastes. That's right. Yes. Oh come on, well, man! What okay. do you want, acid? Well, so when you look at that though, you you look at all the Bud Light. In the, there's tons of it. You yeah. go to HEB right now, tons of Bud Light. To its left is Coors Light. To its right is Miller Light, and it's all gone. Everybody's drinking Coors Light and Miller Light right now. So explain to me about this changing taste thing. They're buying these other brands. There's just one brand they're not buying, but they're buying all the other light lockers yeah. that are available. The change in taste is they're sick and tired of trannies <laughs> in their face 24 hours a day. <laughs> Do you know how that's it? People are just sick of it, man. And they may, and look, and I say it all the time, it ain't got nothing to do with Bud Light. No. It's the point of it. That's right. why people reacted. It's the point of it. Sure. This is constant and unrelenting. And now you even got to have a tranny in a bathtub with Bud Light. Well, right. here's what I think of that. Well, and nothing changed about Bud Light. No. So if you liked, if you were drinking Bud Light because of the taste, right. and now you're not drinking Bud Light, it's because not because of the taste. No. It's because they pissed you off yes. by getting with this tranny and shoving it in your face. And middle America says, we're not buying that crap, man. We're over that. We're yeah. done with this. It's it's really the and I that's why I tend to think now it really is about provocation because I don't think anybody on that side of things is is really about building bridges with oh, people never. and bringing people together and never. choosing love and all that crap. They're looking to piss people off. Of in the case of the Bud Light, I mean, as a business decision, it was stunningly bad. <laughs> I, ca- I cannot. I could not invent something <laughs> in a story that would be as comically bad as that marketing but choice. This was. is how they roll. Go back to the summer of 2020, and you got to get Aunt Jemima off a bottle oh, of syrup, yeah. right? And you got to get Ben, whatever his name oh, was, Ben on uh, yes, the rice box. The rice box. You got to get him off of there, and just put up a white and black box instead of having a black guy. You Uncle know? Ben. Yeah. Uncle yeah. Ben. Yes, Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. You got to get rid of all that because that's just awful stereotype. And right now, during the summer of love, when we're burning down half of America. Right. But that's how they roll. And today, it's all the tranny stuff. So over at Fox News, this is how woke they've gotten. You're going to love oh, this part, God. too. 
You know how we have a portal? Yeah. An employee portal that we go on and so you put your vacation time in there. You check your right. your benefits. You check your medical stuff. All that stuff is an employee portal. Portal. Most major corporations have sure. that. All of your information, your paychecks, yeah. and all that. All that's all. W two is pretty standard yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Fox has one, right? Yeah. Well, the new employee portal for the month of June when you sign on at Fox News. Um, have you checked your pronoun lately? Oh, come do, on. Do you know what pronoun you ah. are using? And oh, by the way, here's some very helpful tranny reading for you. These books, these transgender books you should be reading. And oh, by the way, have you helped a gay person yet this month? What have you done to uh. advance the cause of gayness in America this month? It all comes up when you log That's in great. to the Fox News portal. Well, you know, they're they're just a they're lost in the wilderness, man. Right now, you you watch that because it actually doesn't surprise me. Uh, uh-uh, no. Okay, the Not woke rot has infected Fox. It's been coming for a long time. Oh yeah. Tucker was the anchor. They all kind of all they all, they were all satellites to Tucker, basically. You take that guy away. And it's like they they have no idea what the hell they're doing well, right now. Thank God for him. He's not yeah. there anymore. Thank God for him. And it I, was a blessing. Oh, yeah. It was a blessing for him that he got fired. And what I'm doing with Tucker, because I said, my, my, you and my, my wife follows him every day. She watches whenever he, you know, posts something new and tells me about it and shows me, you know, we sit and watch it. I'm trying to kind of hold back and see what his influence continues to be now that he's off that that show off the off the network and uh it looks like he's doing quite well so far you know because you know what if i don't go to twitter and try to follow him but yet i find out what he's talking about then he's still relevant he's still making news you know i think his influence is going to be bigger than it was on fox news because the collapse of fox news is happening before before your eyes msnb lying is now ahead of him Uh, and ahead of uh, ahead of fox news their collapse is underway right now that's why i say it's a blessing in disguise and, and and Twitter now with this new CEO that came in and she said my goal is to make Twitter the number one news source on planet Earth. Right, that's right. her goal. And with all these independent journalists such as you know Tucker Carlson and others, right. it is going to be huge. And yeah, his influence is really big. Breitbart carries his videos when he puts one right. up. All the others, you know, Fox News is not carrying him. You know, they they sent him a cease. I'll tell you how serious his influence is. Fox News sent him a cease and desist letter and told him to stop. Yeah, well, good luck with that. So they're right. afraid of him. Yeah, of course they're they are. They're afraid of him. And, and that's the only explanation for why he was cut loose. Because, again, between the Bud Light choice with the tranny and the Tucker Carlson firing, these are amazingly bad business well, decisions. I just thought you'd love the CNN explanation as to why Bud Light oh, is sucking so bad. Right. You, the, the taste, the beer taste in oh, America has changed. Down, <laughs> you elitist puke. Sure it has. Just because you've never had a Bud Light doesn't mean other people didn't. And, and it hurt, you know what? It also hurt Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks has oh, opened up a bar. He's another and, one. And Garth said, hey, I'm going to carry Bud Light. And if you're a hateful person, then go somewhere. There are plenty of other bars around here. Well, guess what? He's having to walk that one he back. He is. Well, he's a pot pie. It's been <laughs> left in the fridge too long. You <laughs> All know? right. Quick break. More <laughs> Warren Rima coming up for you here on KTSA. It's Jack Riccardi. And you've heard me talk about the employee. Did you drive your little red Corvette in today? Why, yes, I did. Okay, good. It's one of my several several luxury cars yes, that I own. Do you have boxes of documents next to your little red Corvette? <laughs> KTSA and Kitchen Designs by uh-huh. Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence. Now through July 4th, we're collecting those items for our troops deployed around the world. 
All of the sponsors are drop-off locations. All the details are at ktsa.com, ktsa.com. Brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. It's the 16th of June, Trey. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? I do. It's Friday. It's Friday, and it's bingo night. <laughs> Good. Uh, it is also National Fudge Day. You a big fudge eater? Do you like fudge? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I just like saying it because it sounds funny. I like fudge with nuts. Fudge with nuts? I do, man. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I, I tell it. you, in Green, at the right. uh, is it the General Store at Green? The General Store, right? They've got a fudge counter. Yeah. <laughs> fudge counter. Oh, they dearly do. I like some fudge with nuts. Uh-huh. It's also Fresh Veggies Day, so while you're eating your fudge with nuts. <laughs> now that's a dichotomy. Eat some broccoli to balance it all out, man. Okay. All little right. broccoli. Do you have a favorite vegetable that you like? Um. Yeah. Uh. Corn. Corn? Yeah, corn on the cob. I like corn. Uh-huh. It has absolutely no nutritional value whatsoever. Well, it's going to survive everything. It's it like eating a bag of gravel, but yeah, it but it right? tastes good. Yeah, I do like peas. I like mm. nice young peas mm. with butter. Uh, let's see, National Flip Flop Day. Well, every day for you. <laughs> every day for you. Let me tell you something. I learned the hard way a few weeks ago that that's kind of a gen- genetic thing. Hispanic yeah. women, like Latinas. Them. They all can fling those chanclas with deadly precision. My, my wife took me out from across the living room with a chancla. I had to do a matrix move and, like, avoid getting hit by it. it, was, it I'd never seen her do it before, ever. It was amazing. Mm. Okay. Laser-like focus. Right. Uh, let's see. Finally, it's derelict dog day. So taking a derelict dog. I've got a bunch of derelict cats. Yeah. Does that count? So. Did you watch the Rangers last night? I did. What I did. happened? What was that all about? Uh, there, there, there was a couple of guys. That the coach was thrown out. Yes, yeah, three uh, different people three different on a single team ejected out. in a matter of seconds, which is the first time. Yeah, uh, three different they people were, on a single team ejected. They were hot about a call. I don't remember exactly from an umpire. I don't exactly remember what the call was uh-huh. because it was getting late. It was a late game, mm-hmm. uh, and I was kind of starting to fall asleep. But yeah, three dudes got th- thrown out by the same by the same umpire. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm watching a video right now. they ultimately lost anyway, uh, three to three to five or something like the three what to six. What is their record so far this year? Do you know? They're the top in whatever league they are. No, I know they're doing very well. Yeah, I just didn't know what their record They're doing very well. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, awesome. I, I like to watch baseball. It doesn't mean I know the stats or oh, yeah. any of that stuff. No, I'm with you. But I, uh, they're, they're, I tell you what, they they win more than they lose. Mm-hmm. So when they lose, it's you know it's kind of heart-wrenching. But that's baseball. That's a drama of baseball. You know what happened to me? I fell in love with these gunslinger guys. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, they are uh, – and it take, it's it's hard for me to become a fan of anybody. I'm, I'm real cynical that way. Right. You know, because I've, I've fallen in love with a team or whatever, and the next thing I know, they just disappoint me. Then they break your they heart. They really do, man. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm very careful, jaded, right? man. I grew up as a Cowboys fan, even though every year they break my heart, right? Right. But I just grew up that way, and I don't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> That's the way that is. <laughs> A.J. Foyt, Mario Andretti, forever. They will always be fans of those guys, right? Right, right. Um, And the Spurs, I was a huge fan of the Spurs until Pop opened his mouth, and he turned me off to the San Antonio Spurs. Elvis Presley, Stevie Ray Vaughan, fanboy of all those guys. Now, I mean, I've fallen in love with these gunslingers. Um, When I went to the game for Memorial Weekend, it was some of the – best football I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of football, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> what I hear is that even if you're not into football, you'll love this, because I'm not a huge football fan, but I've heard it's really exciting to watch. 100%, man. 100%. So my wife and I are going to come out at some point. Well, you got to. Uh, Nancy's going to go with me tomorrow night. i got a little posse. I'm going to take out there right, tomorrow night. Right. We're going to get down. Gunslingers are 6-1. and one. 
That, oh, and, wow. And, and, and number one in the league. So, and I asked the coach about it this morning. I said, hey, man, how do you feel about having the target on your back being number one? He said, we don't even think about it. <laughs> the way we mentally approach everything we do is we're in last place. Well, there's that's why well, you're six and one. If you keep that idea in your mind, yeah. you know, I mean, that's uh, that's a good philosophy to have. That's why you're six and one, right, and right. Uh, and killing it. And the uh, West Texas Warbirds are coming in tomorrow night, and it's going to be nice and cool inside the Freeman Coliseum. The first one thousand there will get a free Warbird or you know a West Texas Showdown T-shirt, free T-shirt. <laughs> nice for the first thousand nice. people are going to be there. And uh, Sean and I would like to invite you. So call to number five right now gets a family four-pack. Call to number five right now, family four-pack to see you at the game tomorrow night. San Antonio Gunslingers call right now, 210-599-5555, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve. That's, that's true. <laughs> What's that? That's true. Well, oh, yeah. for all those people that were turned off by pop, yeah, I, I told you, you know, I, I was a Spurs fan. Right. We bought the very first season tickets from Red McCombs when he bought that franchise. It was ABA team, Red White right. Basketball. That's what he, you told me. He, yeah. he and Dad were real close, so he called my dad and said, Rick, wow. Rick, I got these tickets. You need to buy them. And Dad said, okay. And I was a Spurs fan all those years, and then Pop started talking. You know, I wasn't a huge basketball fan. I got into the Spurs yeah. with my wife. She's yeah. a lifelong fan right. of si- here in San Antonio. They sure. were fun to watch. You mm-hmm. had Tim Duncan. You had all those great players, Manu. Right. And it was great. But at some point, as I told you during the break, yeah. you know, I, as he ran his mouth about politics more and more, I was, I'm realizing that little old guy down there at this in this auditorium of the stadium hates my stinking guts. Right. I'm not going to give that guy my money. Why am I going to give him my money yeah. for him to hate on me? He hate, if he knew how I voted, he'd think I'm a Nazi That's and a right. racist. I'm not giving him any and money. And he wants your 44. He wants my gun. Yep. He wants so, my peace. So anyway, uh, he can bite it, and that's it. We move on. <laughs> so if you're like me and you're looking for a replacement for the Spurs, oh, there you like, go. The right. Gunslingers. Yes. That's a perfect replacement for the Spurs, and they're even better. And you know what? They love this country. Right. They love the Second Amendment. They love freedom and liberty, and they love you. Excellent. <laughs> that's so, great. Very cool. How about just some bits and pieces here? It's all we got today. Right, it's kind of a weird that. news day. Yeah. So uh, Joe Biden a couple of days ago, I played the sound a couple of days ago, but now he's being mocked for it, so I need to revisit this. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Let's jump on that project right now, man. Is it going to run on, like, you know, windmills and solar panels? He's going to build a railroad. Oh, come on. All the way across. Have you seen the Indian Ocean? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to build a railroad all the way across okay. the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build a, the largest solar plant in the world. In the world. In Angola. In Angola. <laughs> <laughs> Using Chinese uh, solar panels, right. But, but, you know, not here. No, of we're course not. Wouldn't build it here in the United States to benefit the United States. i got to build it in Angola. Yeah, we should feel pretty good about that stuff. That's and then, great. of course, he said right after that, but, 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 <laughs> I'm going off script. That's a I, direct quote, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, why I is. said it that it many is. times. But, 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 but I'm getting off script and I'm going to get in a whole lot of trouble. So I better shut my mouth now. With who? Right. That is always my question is, okay, when you say you're going to get in trouble, who is there to spank your butt? Because I'd sure love to. I, well, I'd like to <laughs> check it, man. Well, I'm just, what, who, yeah, who are, the, who are these people that he gets in trouble with? Because it's not the first time he said that. He said it every time. Does he get yelled at? Does he yeah. get put in solitary? I mean, Chill. What are, 
is a Jill. Yeah. I can't believe you were out there and you got out by scratch. Oh, listening to her ramble on about Hispanics yesterday, I'm surprised she didn't call Eva Longoria a breakfast taco. Well, this uh, this fake uh, doctor uh, that she is, you know, yes. par- parading around. She she has an honorary doctorate because he called the University of Delaware. <laughs> she has an honorary doctorate in in uh, education. She didn't do a thesis or no. any of that kind of stuff. And but she acts like it's a medical doctor. She she pretends to be a medical. I doctor. know it's pathetic. And man. she didn't even sleep at a Holiday Inn and Express last night either. So anyway, I'm more of a reverend than she is a yeah. doctor. Well, and I'm not right. a real reverend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The uh, federal government wasted an average of six hundred eighty-three million dollars per day last year. Let me say that again: six hundred eighty-three million dollars. Per day was wasted by your federal government last year. Seventeen federal agents reporting or agencies reporting two hundred and forty seven billion in estimated improper payments, averaging twenty one billion of waste per month, six hundred and eighty three million a day. The monthly waste last year was enough to buy ten million twenty twenty three Toyota Corollas, six hundred and fifty seven thousand homes. 657000 with the per-day waste of the federal government. Number one was the Department of Health and Human Services, and then the Small Business Administration, and on down the line it went. Uh, the Department of Labor, Department of Education, Department of Veteran Affairs, blah, blah, blah. Number one recipient of all that waste, dead people. Dead people. Dead people. Excellent. Uh, well, dead people get need to get what they deserve, too, and get a little handout uh, uh, in the beyond there. The you know, it, government is mailing out. $532.5 million to dead people. To dead people. <laughs> to dead people. Well, here's the dealio. The federal government, uh, it, it, in the way it operates, would not survive a week in the free market system. Nope. The people who inhabit the federal government would not survive a week in the private sector. Not a day. Not a day. Okay? And that's why, in a sense, they hate the private sector. That's why they hate capitalism. Mm. Because they really suck at it and <laughs> would not survive. Well, they That's it. why they want to own all these industry and, and, and energy and all that stuff. Because right. then, you know, uh, people don't see how completely incompetent they really are. I mean, $20 billion a month. Is right. that what I just heard? Yeah. Twenty yeah. billion, six hundred fifty-three million a day. Okay, so one month's worth you could put on the border there and at least help our problems a little bit. How, how many school officers do you want to buy? Well, there right. you go. Right. How many bridges do you want to build? Right. We're, we're just flushing twenty bill down a down the toilet every, every month. month. Every month. That's great. That's right. And and mostly mailing it to dead people who don't even exist. Excellent, anymore. man. All right. So finally, in the bits and pieces segment here, I got one more for you, Mr. Artiste. Yes. Okay. Oh. Is this what I think it is? Yes, it is. And my remedy is, and this is going to sound radical, but they don't do this in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia, if you go and glue yourself and put a bunch of paint over a beautiful piece of art, I'm going to let you get after it, okay? Sure. But if you go throw yourself and and glue yourself and throw paint all over beautiful artwork in Saudi Arabia, they chop your hands off. they got a thing called Chop Chop Square. Once a month, they go out and in chop chop. If you if you steal, as an example, right. if you commit adultery, you know what they chop off. If you <laughs> if you murder, they cut you, they chop your head off. Called chop chop square. Right, right. Well, so for the Swedish people in in this uh, went to this Monet, uh, chop their hands off. 
Well, th- this is the trend now, and you get these Euro trash uh, Enviro activists. Say what they did. Uh, so and they, they, what they do is they go into museums like this was, I forget which museum it was, but there's a Monet there. It's actually one of my favorites. I mean, you can see a, you can spot a Monet from a mile away. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of the greatest painters this world has ever produced. And uh, first they put paint on it, and then they glued their hands to it. Now, thankfully, uh, most of these paintings, because they did the same thing to absolutely one of my favorite paintings, uh, uh, Sunflowers by Van Gogh, uh, did the same thing, glued their hands to it, uh, smeared some crap on it. Thankfully, these paintings tend to be covered by a thin pane of glass, uh, so th- you know they w- w- relatively are undamaged, but still... The thought that some cheap piece of crap who, you know what, if you don't like oil and you think that people are going to watch you just be a jackass and deface uh, a once-in-a-lifetime art that you can't yourself create, you think, what do you think people are going to, okay, well, I guess that's it for oil. We don't want to lose another Monet. So you're not, they, they know they're not going to have any real impact on what it is that they claim they want they want to have happen. And they're just destroying beautiful art that, again, lesser people such as this cannot themselves do. It is always easier to destroy than to create. And I hold people who can create a beautiful picture uh, out of just a handful of pigments and a brush in high reverence. People who write music, people who can make a sculpture. I mean, to me, this is the magnificence. uh, I know I'm kind of getting highfalutin here, but the magnificence of the human experience is what we do with our art. And so somebody who has no foreseeable talent whatsoever, no vision for anything, to use that to get TikTok hits is just absolutely disgusting to me. It disgusts me. <laughs> me too. I, f- I feel the same way. And, I, you know, and, and that art doesn't always have to be a Monet or a Rembrandt. Uh, it can be, you know, a guy who plays guitar, who just sits down and writes a beautiful, lovely melody oh, yeah. to somebody I mean, that he loves, and it comes. That's what that what all fine art is. I'm talking to an artist here, yeah. right? But you know, and I've had my touches of this too, in, in both writing and singing, and and writing music. You, that's your soul. That's that's what that is. It's your soul coming out. That's why the greatest. Let, let me just talk about guitarists first. Sure, you know, because that's something I know right. something about. The greatest guitarists. When you see their faces and the contortions that they're going through, right. that's not because it's hard for them to play that, although it, it can be an incredibly difficult instrument to play. You know, um, th- there are those that say uh, it, what you're trying to do is bend your fingers in positions that they're not supposed to be bent in right. to make this beautiful melody come out of the guitar. Uh, th- their faces are in contortion because that's their soul. They're living what's inside, and it's coming out through their fingers, through the guitar, and through their voice. That's their soul. Any great work, whether it's Monet or whatever, that person's soul is in that painting. Well, yeah, and and it's a trace left behind by these people, and there's only so many of them. A song, you can you can always get a new guitar if somebody breaks your guitar, or you know, movies, you can always reshoot something or whatever. But when it comes to painting especially, there's only so many of them. There's only so many Monets in the world. There's only so many Van Goghs, and once they're gone, they're gone. All we have is images of them. So the the arrogance and the complete idiocy involved in 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 trying to damage something like that a once in a lifetime occurrence. And you're right, that's their that's that person's soul. That's my point. That's their song. Yeah. That's who they are. It's their trace of themselves on planet Earth. You could burn all my books, and I'll still have my poems. But you know what? You you crap 
eat crap on a painting right. and you actually do damage, it's gone forever. Right. Well, and, and the difference is you're, you're right about getting a new guitar, but there are certain guitars, like with Stevie Ray Vaughan, that song that I played during the week for my show open, Pride and Joy, he played that on what he called number one. Right. Sean, I've, I've heard him play that on other guitars. It's not the same. So, well, imagine somebody busting that guitar, lighting it on fire you because it. you want you know That's the, it. the uh, Amazonian jungle to be left pristine. That's it. Yeah, That's exactly know. what we're talking about. And that's why it sounds radical, but haul them off to Chop Chop Square. You well, know what? You take a few hands off of these people, <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. I think I'll stop well, this. <laughs> and, and unless you're capable of doing that which you destroy, you're just a real piece of crap as far as a human being, in my opinion. Yeah, coming know. back, more Warren Rima, KTSA. Hi, I'm Holly Hermes. And I'm Mike. Kermit. This is how we do it. Funky Friday, y'all. Yeah. Get your funk on. Mm, mm, mm. All right. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence. Now through the 4th of July, collecting those items for our troops deployed around the world. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations. If you'd like a list of everything we're doing with it, KTSA.com. KTSA.com. And it's brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. What's on your mind? This is uh, kind of dark and grim at the at the front end here, but I always find this sort of thing really interesting uh, as a question to ask yourself. Not that you'd ever be in this situation, but we have a guy out of Florida who's convicted or, and and given the sentence to the the, the de- uh, death penalty for the 1984 uh, killing of a babysitter. Uh, Dwayne Owen uh, got uh, the lethal stick there uh, at about 6.14 p.m., uh, I believe yesterday or the day before, at the Florida State Prison in Stark. His last meal was a bacon cheeseburger with no bun. I'm thinking at that point, if you have, like, some sort of allergy to, like, you know. Oh, no, he's afraid of carbon. He's He's afraid afraid of carbon. Too many carbs. Too many carbs. You might put on some weight. You're about to die, Ah. man. What do you, no bun. He got, and plus he got onion rings, strawberries, a vanilla milkshake, cherry ice cream, and coffee. But everybody's just kind of like, what's with the no bun, man? Yeah. What are you What are you worried about? Yeah, so he doesn't want to get the bun. You want to be gluten free? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah. he might be putting on weight, trying to <laughs> trying to watch his weight. You know, I always think I've always thought that that those last meal things are just a huge waste of food. You know, well, they give are, him some fish sticks and put him down. Some fish sticks. <laughs> Here's some Gordon's. Give him a hot pocket, <laughs> and then lights out, baby. Give him a bear claw but, from the Seven Eleven and put the do, boy down. Do you ever think about that? There was a question to ask yourself if you had one last meal, not because you like you know weren't involved in a crime, but let's just say you had no. one last meal. Right. What would it be? Well, see, you. Here's my philosophy in life: you ought to eat every meal as if it's your last meal, because because <laughs> someday it will be. Well, that's true, but the last time I lived that way, I weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> so you won't have be to doing be a anything. little selective. Yeah, no, I hear you. But um, if you had a last meal, what would it be? Oh, man, that's that's an impossible question. God, wow. I'm pretty much sure that I would do the shrimp ranchero at Jalisco's, yeah. and then I want a few pounds of crawfish yeah. and a chocolate milkshake. I know that's, yeah, that's, that would be perfect for you. I like chocolate milkshakes. I think what I'd do is um, I would start with the number two from over at Frontier with the, you know, all the all the trimmings. Right, right. And I'd add the onion rings and a, uh, a vanilla shake. And then we'd run over to Alamo Cafe and I'd have a uh, 
I'd have a um, uh, chicken fried steak mm. at Alamo Cafe. Nice. And uh, see, now you got me thinking about the chicken fried steak. And then, like, well, then, wait a minute. Now. And then, what then, do I do? Then we'd have to to run over to Sausalito and have to have the steak over the <laughs> carne asada steak at Sausalito. <laughs> You only get one meal, dude. You're like, finally got three meals going here. I'm three still going. Stops, I'm not done man. yet now. So, but see, the the more you eat, then that's the reason these guys order these humongous last meals is it's delaying. <laughs> it delays their death. <laughs> Can I just get an after meal mint? <laughs> you know? And then you just suck on it for like 30 minutes. And they're, and they're hoping that they'll get a bad case of constipation. Then they will not be able to put them down. See? Oh, That's I got thing. you. I got you. Well, that'd be that'd work a little difficult for me today then. So, but anyway, it's just yeah. Uh, we I thought that was funny. No bun. It's like, dude. You, you, Did the Pepsi <laughs> help you? By the way, Are you feeling? Oh, better? Trey gave me some Pepsi. Yeah. I wanted to share that with the entire city. Are you feeling better? I'm, I I I think so. I, it's Good. either the Pepsi or the coffee. But I I, I I'm feeling a little under the under you, the weather. You felt like crap when we started the show. Literally. I did. Literally. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've circled back around to my colon. No, semicolon. I, I, semicolon. You're right. No, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. But if it doesn't go away, I'll get checked out. But I feel all right. I'm glad you're okay. I don't think it's infectious. We just got a new text here. God bless you both for your brilliance. So this show is he talking to us? Not, that's, what, that's what this person says. God bless you both for your brilliance. Oh, thank you. You sure you're listening to the right show? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Sure. <laughs> Did you see this story? Okay, uh, hang on, hang on to it because we got to take a break. Oh, I'm sorry. We're at okay. that time already. Uh, you don't be sorry, but you know, we take a break and then a little we'll foggy in my brain. No, that's right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and then you can have all the time in the world you want. <laughs> okay. All right. More Ware and Rhyme coming up. KTSA. Hey, it's Trey Ware for Noble Gold Investments at Noble Gold Investments. KTSA. When doves cry. Great tune, yeah. man. Funky Friday. Go for it, Prince. Get it. Too bad he didn't know music, huh? No, what yeah. an amateur. Man. <laughs> he could have had a pretty good career had he tried. Had he just put forth some effort, yeah. you know, he, he would have been all right. Wouldn't do anything. <laughs> you know, at this point, getting back to the politics of the day for a minute, at this point, it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> just this Trump I think we're thing. about three bus stops yeah. past uh, uh, ridiculous. So this whole Trump thing is just, oh, God. this is just getting stupid at this right. point. Because you got a current resident of the White House who's accused of ordering bribes, of, of basically accused of strong-arming, being a strong-arm guy, going to a major oil and gas company saying, do this or this or this or this, and this won't happen, that will happen, blah, blah, blah. And nobody in the media is touching it. Nobody will say right. anything about it. But darn, Donald Trump farts in the wind. And, oh, <laughs> look at that. We got to lock him up. He, he got to go to jail. That's a fart. Oh, God. And here is this E. Jean Carroll. She was the one that he met in the apparently allegedly never happened, but met in the um, clothing department. And he, oh, oh, that's yeah, such a stupid right. story, yeah. man. And, and he was found guilty of yes. that. It cost him a, a bunch of money. And then he goes on. Uh, CNN on that town hall that cost the CNN guy his job for oh, allowing right, him right, on. Right. But he went on there and he said, I didn't even know who she was. I don't even know who that person is. Right. Well, so the judge comes back and says, oh, now she can sue him for defamation because he said on CNN, I didn't even know who she was. So anyway, the judge in this case says, oh, yeah, you can go after him again. He's allowing her to sue him again. <laughs> So it's double jeopardy because she gets to sue him again. Right. And the judge scheduled the trial, the new lawsuit trial, 
for the for the Republican primary. Oh well, of so course, right, yes. Right at the Republican yes. primary, this that's when the trial is going to happen. That's my point about how ridiculous this has become. Is that they're doing all they can to erase this man to make sure he does not make it uh, in in 2024. Yesterday, <clears throat> the View. Oh, the you view know, right, yesterday, right, right. they say we need a constant. Now, look, the constitutional brainiacs over at the View, we need a constitutional amendment to keep Donald Trump from running. Yes, we need an amendment That's because, right. you know, he's been charged. He shouldn't be able to run for president. That's right. And we need a constitutional amendment <laughs> thingy. Right. They probably have no idea what that <laughs> so entails we, we, as far as how we, you actually amend the well, Constitution. It's, you know, it's a bit of a process. It, well, it's the majority of the, both houses. It's got to be two-thirds, and then the two-thirds of the American people have yes. to vote for it to prove it. The 28th Amendment should be the Donald Trump cannot run for president amendment. These are the whack jobs that are running the show. But you know right? what? Do you know how many people watch that show? Oh, they love I mean, it. they, 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 they have up. a huge, big, fat audience of equally stupid people. <laughs> and because there's two kinds of people right now, people that, like you and I, yeah. people that listening we see what's going on this is all political they want to sure. layer them up with charges and indictments right to keep them off the campaign trail so meanwhile this is the progression of the commie world this is how the commies work you know they persecute you then they prosecute you then they kill you and then they totally cancel you and, and erase you and here's the deal the reason that they are buying your information and logging your information and keeping that is that just like every other good communist country does <laughs> When you don't vote for the right person, they prosecute you, too. They come after well, you. Well, yeah. Are you pleasant or unpleasant? I think the, in the old Soviet Union that used to be in, in the Nazi regime, that was a word that was used. Like, well, these people are unpleasant. Uh-huh. And they're, they're dissidents. And, uh-huh. uh, you know. You're dissidents. Uh, and they're a threat to the national security. Uh-huh. And so they got to go away. So, you know, I mean, we're, we're there. I mean, uh, again, you are already living in a banana republic. That's what's the fact that it's gotten this far mm-hmm. tells you where we are right now. That's it's why, sick. again, this election is so crucial. Got to have it. Right before the break, you said you wanted to talk about something. Do you uh, remember what that was? It's kind of an interesting little story. We have a guy out in Belgium who's a TikTok guy. Uh, David Berton, I think is how you pronounce it. And uh, it, it, it has come out that David Berton faked his own death. Did you hear this? I did, yeah. He faked his own death and then shows up doing a TikTok video uh, at the at the funeral and says, cheers to you all. Welcome to my funeral. Uh, his family members were quite upset, to say the least. And he said the reason he did it is because uh, I felt I was being ignored by my family. Uh, everybody was kind of looking at their devices. Nobody, we're not doing anything as a family anymore. And so I wanted to teach my family a lesson about, you know, the value of life and, and being involved with somebody when they're alive. And so the, the, the uh, discussion then becomes, well, but was that a really appropriate way to go about that? I mean, what do you think? I, I, think, I think it's horrible. I, I think to put people through that is horrible. I think it's a jerk. Yeah, um, you know, I don't think it is really any, much of an argument for Let me it. tell you something. When you lose a loved one, and a lot of people listening to us right now can relate, but when you lose a loved one, one of the hopes that you always are, okay, me, I'm, right. you know, is that you're going to wake up and it was really a horrible dream, right? And that they, you know, faked their death or that they it d- didn't really happen. You, 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 the only way you get through for me uh, the the next day is you're like I got to have hope. Yeah, yeah. You know, and my hope is because my faith is in Jesus Christ, I'm going to see my kids again. Right. Absolutely. Right? That's my that is my hope and my faith is that I'm going to see them. 
um, and we're going to be reunited. Uh, but you always have in the back of your head, well, maybe this wasn't real at all. And one of these days I'm going to wake up, man, and everything's going to be set right back right. the way it was. It's going to be perfect. And to do that intentionally to your family. And especially to do it for a TikTok <sighs> video. Right, 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 right. Well, see. And he's and, not a young guy. He's yeah. an older no, guy. Like 53, he's like, he's like in his 50s. 53 yeah. Or so but the I, thing is, you, that, that, that's the whole point of this. I, I, as much as he liked to say he's doing that to prove them and teach them a lesson and all that, Bull crap! He wanted the TikTok hits. Yeah, he wanted the fame, and that's kind of the point of the story for me. Is that you know one of the things we talk about things being beyond bizarre, and we talk about political realities in this country right now, and living in a banana republic. But there's another thing that's just gone way too far, and that's this whole idea of the instant fame mm-hmm. with the stupid little videos. Uh, and 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 I complain about it, but you know what? People consume this crap 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He actually did get a whole lot of hits as a result. Now, people were telling him he was a jerk and calling him names, saying that was a horrible thing to do, but they consumed the product. You know what I mean? Sure, he got the hits. You know, That's all he I, cared about. He I, got the hits. When this stuff started, <laughs> where he did, when this stuff first started, I, was, I always kind of thought, well, maybe I should start doing that because I could promote the poetry and, and, and do stuff like that. And I've, been, I've become so turned off to the whole idea uh, of of living your life in these little TikTok videos, too, and and it becomes content. Well, okay. you know, I, I Here, just, I'm a, not interested. Here's a prime example for you. We know beyond a reasonable doubt. We know that the 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 person that went to the White House last week and took his top off to expose his yeah, fake yeah. boobs. The only reason he did that was he wanted to acquire more followers, and when he did not get the sponsorships, because just like in what we do, right, the followers that we have, the people who listen to this show, advertisers want to reach them. Right, right, right. right. And so we connect them with advertisers. Sure. That's That's what we do. Well, they're doing the same thing. When you're a TikTok star, you're an influencer, whether your name is Kardashian or Jones, it doesn't matter. Right. The whole point is to expose the product to your vast audience on TikTok or IG or whatever. And this guy who took his boobs out at the, <laughs> at the White House in violation of everything that makes any sense, the only reason he did it was to be sensationalistic, to get the clicks, get the hits, so he could sell more product for somebody else. That's it. That's all. That's commerce, the only man. Reason, that's the only reason he did it. He didn't do it to, 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 to make some sort of statement or anything. No. He did it to get the, the clicks. And that's why that old man, that 53-year-old I, dude did I it. I think they're all fame hogs, too. That's what it, it is. You know, it's the money that you can, that can be made for basically doing nothing but making an ass out of yourself in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. But it's also they lo- people want that instant fame. You can become famous in seconds now. You know, it used to take you uh, a big old chunk of your life. Now people achieve notoriety in, in minutes, and I think it's it's like a drug for people. And I you think. know what I say to them? I I grew up in the limelight, yeah, right, in the public yeah. eye, my entire life. Be careful what you wish for. Well, you might get it. Yes, right. <laughs> Those private moments become rare, and you really hope for them. Yeah. So, so I think we all agree the guy's a jerk yeah. in Belgium. So Absolutely. Foundationsupportspecialist.com. Great group of folks at Foundationsupportspecialist.com who want to look at your foundation and let you know if you have a problem. If you do not have a problem, don't worry. They're not going to try to sell you something you do not need. That's why they have the stellar reputation that they have. 
is because that's not the business they're in. The business they're in is helping you avoid a huge problem to what is likely your your largest investment, your home. If the foundation fails, obviously the structure is next. And in some cases, you begin to see that with cracks in the floor or cracks in the ceiling, cracks in the walls, doors that don't open or close properly, and those kind of things can happen when you have a foundation problem. Other times, there's no physical eye, eye evidence at all. And the next thing you know, you've got a structural damage issue that's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Your friends at FoundationSupportSpecialist.com will give you a free foundation inspection. There's no obligation to this whatsoever. That way, if there is a problem or a developing problem, you can catch it early and fix it right away. Just give them a call or, better yet, go onto their website, have them come to your home and do that free foundation inspection. Mention Trey Ware when you do. That's foundationsupportspecialists.com. <laughs> 